Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man, and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth, they are the focus of evil in the modern world. America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is August 29th, 2003 AD, not BC, in case you were confused. This is episode 32 of Let's Talk About America. Um, Thank you. If you've made it this far in, you're a damn champion. Uh, You probably had to put up with a lot of terribly unfunny jokes. But if you stick around just a little bit longer, they might get better. Uh, I'm going to put a little black bar right here on the video. If you haven't already, please click that black bar to subscribe to the channel. Uh, go watch all the old episodes. I don't know. Put some naughty comments on there. Like them, dislike them. I don't care. Share them though. Share them to everybody. Uh, I want as many people as possible to come watch me talk about some nonsensical type of stuff. Uh, yeah. So please like and share subscribe if you already have thank you very much every single person that has subscribed to the channel you all mean a lot uh it encourages me to keep on keeping on and to continue to rack my brain for bullshit to talk about as this world keeps getting crazier and crazier um talking on here is a very healthy way for me to process all the insanity that the world is throwing at us every day uh, it's very unhealthy physically, mentally, spiritually to try to contain all the thoughts that our wacky, wacky world puts into the mind. So I get to come on here, talk it out. Maybe a couple people hear it. Maybe a few more people listen. But that's the whole point of this right now is just to uh, have an outlet to discuss what's on my mind and hopefully connect with... Uh, other like-minded individuals in the world, but also maybe to change a few perceptions, change a few ideas, um, open people up, new forms of thought. But uh, I want to start off today with a uh, story, <clears throat> just a small story about, uh, it's going to connect into a, a bigger overall picture. A small story about, there was a guy, I was in Thailand, once upon a time uh and i was hanging out with this guy who was uh he was somewhat of like a little like a local civil civil servant guy on this island um he worked for the government in a capacity i'm not sure exactly what he did i think most people who work for the government in thailand they kind of just you know they kind of just sit around with their hands open waiting for some money that's sort of the thing but this guy, he was cool. He was a young dude. He was about my age at the time, probably 25. But he had a nice little job on this island in Thailand, worked for the government. He was some sort of administrative official. And I hung out with him for a few days. And, you know, we were drinking, we were talking. 
and I'm, I'm a very politically minded person. I like to uh, engage and learn about uh, different cultures, what they have, their processes, their, their fundamentals, the way they operate, the way things get done, the legal frameworks. It's all, it's all very interesting to me. Um, so of course I was talking to this guy and like I asked him, because I, I think at the time there was like some sort of protest going on about uh, the transfer of power to the new king in Thailand. And there was also an election coming up. So I was asking, him, I was like, you know, what are you, who are you voting for? And he just truly shocked and started laughing. He was like, no, no one. And I was like, well, you're not going to vote. And he was like, well, I have to. He was like, I'm going to go, like, I have to, like, write my name down for someone but he was like it, it doesn't matter and he was like I, no matter what i write down it doesn't matter the the votes are there the votes are already counted before we before we vote and he knowing knowing that i was american you know he started talking about oh, you know it's great in america you have the possibility to vote for your president to vote for uh, who you want and uh, you know he knew even the whole system of like state government to local government to federal government he's a very smart guy but I just as incredulously laughed at him I said no of course because he was like well, who are you going to vote for because I, I want to say this was in like 2014 or maybe something <clears throat> But I just laughed. I was like, because he's, who are you going to vote for? I said, I don't vote. I was like, no, nobody. And I told him, I was like, you know, it's the same. I was like, it's in Thailand, America, it's the same. The vote is counted before you even cast your ballot. And, you know, I explained, I was like, we just sell it better. You know, we have Hollywood on our side. We, we have an entire industry uh, created to captivate a mass audience to keep their mind engaged and otherwise menial distractions. So every four years, you know, Washington and Hollywood, the two opposite sides of the country, they come together, they meet in the middle and they trick everybody in between. And it's great that we have the world's largest uh, financed propaganda facility in Hollywood. And Essentially, that's how they that, that's how they make their money every four years. You know, the politicians call up. They say we need this, this, and this to be spoken, read aloud, and proven to a large group of people. Can you do it? They say yes. They get busy. They get to work. They start hiring out all their their actors, their you know singers, their their production companies. Everybody starts picking sides, this and that, and they put on a show. They put on a big theatrical show. But it blew this this guy in Thailand, it blew his mind that uh, what he had considered his whole life, like the, the foundation of like democracy, America, that here was an American telling him that he, it, was bull, it was all bullshit. It was all fake. So it, you know, it caught him off guard. And then he realized, well, over longer conversation, he come to realize, he was like, the why don't you just have a king like we do? If, if the elections don't matter, why don't you just keep a king like Thailand? And I said, oh, we do have kings. We absolutely have kings. We have many kings. We don't have one king. We have many kings, and they control many kingdoms uh, throughout America. And he was like, well, who are, 
you know, who are your kings? I said, I don't know. No one knows because they're all hidden behind LLCs, corporations, uh, large financial institutions. Uh, well, most of them are sitting on multiple boards of companies. And but the, their kingdoms are larger, grander, more functional, more profitable than many nations on the planet. Um, we have pharmaceutical companies that are run by a small select group of people with one person convincing them all how to vote and what to do with their profits. And some of these companies are absolutely larger and more efficient than many nation states in the world. So, you know, we talk and I explain we have many kings. Um, now, you, yes, we know some of them. You know, we know Bill Gates, we know Bezos, we know Musk. But these are, you know, these, these are media hogs. The, the the other guys, the other rich and wealthy, you know, throughout the country and the world, that when they when they see Bezos and they see Musk and Zuckerberg out here tweeting and getting online and causing a scene and drawing an unneeded amount of attention, they don't like that. They do not like that. They they don't want attention on themselves. They don't want people to start asking, you know, who sits on this board, who sits on that board, who who controls. You know, the, the voting rights of uh, this hedge fund or the voting rights of this corporation. People don't, the people behind the scenes don't want the population to start asking these questions. So every time you see Musk or, you know, one of the big Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, these type of fellows, you have to take what they say with a grain of salt. Um, their attention pours. That's essentially what they are. They're all attention whores. Uh, let's be real. Anybody listening to this, if you had $10 billion, let's, let's go really low. That's really small, small money, okay? $10 billion. If anybody listening to this had $10 billion, you had a lick of sense in your brain, you'd shut the hell up, you'd go off, and you'd buy a big-ass plot of land, and you would never, never, Go in front of a camera, on a radio show. You wouldn't have a Facebook, a, a Twitter account, uh, Instagram. You wouldn't have none of that. You would mind your own damn business, and you would stay out of the spotlight. You would stay in the shadows, and you would live out your life with a fuckload of money and stay away. So anytime anybody with a little bit of money like that is out talking, it's because they're full of shit and they're an attention whore. So don't pay them any mind. And this includes politicians because no, po listen, a politician, whether it be a, a representative, you know, a, a senator, uh, a, a federal judge, a district attorney, these are all politicians at the end of the day. None of these people wield any significant amount of power. Okay, they're, they all just exist in this ethereal, bureaucratic system that we have cultivated over the past hundred years, but essentially they are all just cogs in a machine. The people who actually get shit done, no one's going to know their name. The lobbyists that run Washington, you know, the, there's a private train network that runs between New York and Washington, D.C. that nobody, nobody listening to this has ever known, gotten on, or going to get on. But there's a private train line that connects those two cities. And if you're on that train line, your name will never be in the newspaper. Now, these are the people who get shit done. And like I said, they're smart. They don't want to be known about. 
They're not out here tweeting. They're not out here challenging each other to fist fights in the Coliseum. So we need to get over this idea that anybody, whether it be an actor, and this is what I'm saying, remember this for the coming election cycle. Anybody, whether it be an actor, whether it be a singer, a Cardi B, uh, a fucking Stephen Colbert, it doesn't matter. Anybody, if they are out here speaking in front of a camera, myself included, okay, I'm only talking right now to maybe 100 people, but myself included, anybody talking in front of a camera about anything political, don't pay them no mind. Do not pay them any bit of mind whatsoever. Because at the end of the day, when 2024 rolls around, there's not going to be it. There's going to be the facade of an election. There's going to be a new TV series on that Hollywood is producing. So don't start getting fights with your neighbors. Don't start arguing, you know, with your family members at Thanksgiving and all that nonsense. Just be done with it. So my word of advice, uh, don't vote. Don't vote. Because the reality is, like the, like the dude in Thailand, smart enough to understand, the vote's already counted before we even get to the ballot box. And there's, a, there's no point in taking part in something that you know is broken and you know is corrupt. Now, I hate when people talk about this idea of if you don't vote, you're not giving your voice, so you don't have a, a voice to complain with. That's absolute garbage. That is garbage. Uh, it, if you are knowingly participating in a corrupt system that you fundamentally disagree with and know is corrupt and broken and you participate it, you legitimize it, you validate it, you give your, you know, your, your support and your voice to that broken system. If you do that willingly, well, you have no room to complain about the outcome of that system. The only way you have room to complain is by stepping back and becoming a third neutral party. And I, I've been advocating for this for damn near like 18 years, probably. You know, since before I could vote, I've been telling people not to do this. It was all just a sham, bullshit. So when next year rolls around, they start trotting out these show horses. You know, Hollywood starts making TV shows and commercials and rap songs and TikToks. Once the TikTokers start talking and they telling you who to vote for, get get out of it. Unplug. That's nonsense. Get out of that shit. But please, uh, the main thing is don't. Let's not go crazy because I can already see that it's gonna. Get wild, and the reason, which leads me to my next point, is that we are entering into an election cycle that we are not ready for. Uh, we barely made it through 2020, and that was like that was a damn near digital battleground between all the you know we had people talking about Russian bot farms and you know the FBI fighting the CIA in the background and the NSA and you know people hacking in the voter registries and all this shit, all this technological mumbo jumbo that don't nobody got time for. We barely made it through that. And it, I, I wouldn't even say we made it through it. If, you know, I fucked up the political foundation of America for uh, up until now and into the future. But this next election cycle, we've got another problem heading our way, a, a thunderstorm of epic proportions that we are not ready for. And that's AI. Okay. Uh, it, it damn near caused a, 
like a, a cultural war in 2020 because people were making memes and tweeting bad things and fake news running rampant. Okay, but that was the that was the buzzword of the season. Fake news. You couldn't. Nothing could be said. Nothing. No. No commentary was safe without a large portion of people attacking it, saying it was fake news. And that was just words on a screen. Okay, that was just at best a meme, a picture with some words on a screen. But now we got AI coming out. That I'm telling you, it is going to get wacky super quick. There are going to be videos. I guarantee there are going to be AI videos of Donald Trump in bed with Vladimir Putin and that people will believe it and people will be accusing other people of being gullible for believing it. And it's just going to used to, you know, you can at least be fairly confident that if you see it with your own eyes or you hear it with your own ears, you, you know, you might be on the right track to finding the truth, but now you can't even believe your eyes and your ears. Uh, you know, there could be something right in front of you that you're looking at and it might not be real. It might be completely made up. It might be complete bullshit. It might be all Fugazi, you know, uh, fundamentally Fugazi. So be careful. Don't fall victim to just the most outlandish of things. Because look, we all know that Donald Trump has said some crazy things in the past. Okay. Whether you support the crazy things he said, you know, freedom of speech, whatever, a man can say whatever he wants. That's up to, you know, that's up to you to think. Or whether you despise the man simply because he has no verbal filter. Uh, he, we can all agree he has said some crazy things. But come next year, I'm telling you, the AI, there's going to be AI videos of that man saying the wildest things you can imagine. Uh, a lot of people's feelings are going to get hurt. But it's going to go both ways. I mean, there, you know, somebody, some crazy dude down in his mom's basement is probably going to make some some crazy AI videos with uh, Joe Biden doing outlandish things that we would never believe, such as giving a coherent speech or healthily walking up a flight of stairs without falling. AI is really taking off, and we need to be ready for it. <clears throat> the main thing is keep your guard up. Don't be fooled. Don't be tricked. And at the end of the day, remember, it's all just a show. It's all just theater. That's one thing that, you know, I've, it's been a long time since I've lived in America, since uh, I left. And the one thing that breaks my heart is seeing the divide that ebbs and flows like a, like a cultural wave of emotion every four years. You know, it almost looks like that every year we get a little, like, Right before election, it almost looks like, okay, this might not be so bad. And as soon as that election cycle hits, it's just tsunami. Tsunami of insanity takes over the whole nation. And it breaks my heart because it used to be when I was a kid that election day was supposed to be, you know, like a, like a fun day. Not a fun day, but a day of, it was a respectable day. It was a day of, not a celebration, but, you know, people... You used to, I remember going with my, with my, with my parents, my grandparents, when I was a kid to the voting polls and everybody went to the same poll. 
You know, you everyone voted at the same place. The Democrats, Republicans, everybody was standing in the same line. Nobody knew who anybody was voting for. It, it was just get in line, go into that little metal box, punch it out, and walk off. You know, it was it was something that it was it was your idea and you know your knowledge alone that you walked in and walked out with. It wasn't up to everybody else. But now people will get mad at you if you don't tell them who you voted for. Used to, you were supposed to keep that to yourself. People would get mad at you for asking. Now people get mad at you for not telling them. And we got to get back to that. If somebody asks you who you're voting for, you tell them none of your damn business. Mind your business. But you see, you can't even do that no more because nowadays it's like there's a whole paradigm where if somebody asks you who are you voting for, and you don't say who you're voting for, they automatically assume you're a Republican or you're going to vote for Trump. Like, that's the assumption. Because, goddamn, everybody knows that anybody voting for Joe Biden or a Democrat will be out there screaming at the top of their lungs who they're voting for and why aren't you voting for them as well. Why? Get back to how it used to be. Like, stop expressing that at all. Go vote if you want to. And be done with it. But if you really want to change the system, not in the immediate, but in for the future of the nation, abstain completely. Or write in a third party. Basically, uh, fuck the vote. Either don't vote or write in a third party. Because only whenever there are such low numbers of turnout and the rest of the world starts to realize that the people of America simply don't participate in the system anymore. That's the only moment it, it can ever change. Uh, I fundamentally believe that. I know I'll never see that day. No one alive will probably ever see that day. It'll take a hundred years for that change to occur. But, you know, that's what we got to do. That's what I got to do. That's what I'm going to do. I know everybody has their own ideas, but that's mine. You agree with it? Make a thumbs up in the in the like button down there. Um, one thing I'm I'm very excited for coming up. I watched uh, last week the uh, Tucker Carlson interview with Donald Trump. Not gonna lie, I was a bit disappointed. Uh, I thought it was gonna be a lot more entertaining. I thought that uh, I thought that they were gonna get a little wild. You know, I wanted to hear some crazy shit. But I think uh, Donald Trump is probably a bit timid at the moment, trying to keep his trying to keep his words to his chest. Um, I think when time gets a little closer to the whole election circus, that he will take off and start entertaining once again. Uh, that being said, I'm look. I really hope Tucker Carlson can go interview Vladimir Putin. That will be probably the most important uh, sit down interview like the past five years I'd guess maybe even a decade uh, sitting down with somebody who's not untouchable but un, un, nobody wants to touch him that's the problem I think many people could probably sit down right now and interview Putin live and put it all over but nobody wants to everybody is too afraid that if they went and interviewed Vladimir Putin that their colleagues their journalistic colleagues or you know, the, the company they work for, the, the news station or, you know, 
whatever media company would just either disown them or not have their back or fire them or what have you. And that's sad. You know, going to interview Vladimir Putin in the middle of a war should be the number one thing on any journalist in the world's, you know, list of things to do. There's not a journalist on the planet who should not be given the chance on a plane to interview Vladimir fucking Putin during the middle of this war. It's insane that people would even consider not doing it. Now, I'm not a fan of Tucker Carlson by any means. I'm not, I'm not anti him. I just, I, I've never really kept up with, you know, what he does or what he says. And, and since he joined Twitter, I've, I've, uh, I've listened to a, lo- a lot of his interviews. I think it's, he's got a knack for just going and interviewing the people that everybody else wants to ignore. So that I appreciate. So I have been listening lately, but it, it, it's insane that he's the, he's the guy that has to do it. You know, there are many journalists, many interviewers that I would like to see interview uh, Vladimir Putin before Tucker Carlson. But kudos to him for putting the word out and, you know, making the attempt. Uh, He's been talking lately about how he's been spied on by the NSA. That the NSA was spying on his private communications and that they knew, or even those closest to him knew, that he was planning on... Uh, traveling to interview Putin. That's not good. Okay, I don't, again, I don't care which side of the political spectrum you claim to be on, but there was a time, you know, in America where if the government was spying on very prominent journalists, we would have a, everyone would have a problem with that. So if you don't have a problem right now with the NSA spying on Tucker Carlson, then you need to reassess what you know where you are in the world and what your role as an American is, because that's unacceptable. Uh, you know, some would say that the NSA as a whole is unacceptable, but going after one of the most famous journalists in America, probably even the world, is wow, and completely without regard, like. I don't even think they tried to deny it. People started asking, like, were, were you spying on, on Tucker Carlson? And, like, there was an NSA representative. It was just like, yeah, yeah, we were. No apology, nothing. Just, yeah, we were. It was for national security, so, yeah, we were. No, you can't do that. See, we, you cannot do that. And anybody right now who is not just very angry about this, you messed in the head. So... Check whichever, whatever you believe is going on in the world and fix it. Um, I think that uh, one of the major one of the major tools of propaganda for the next election is going to be the war in Ukraine. Uh, it's going to be a tool that both parties are going to use um, to sway their fan bases. I'm not even going to call people constituents anymore. There's no, again, there's no such thing as constituency. You know, we, this is a, this is just a big team sport and there's only two teams playing. So it doesn't matter. It's going to be a tool that each side is going to use to rile up their fan base and 
it's going to be the war will be over by the next election cycle. That's for for sure. Uh, it it'll probably be Joe Biden and the Democrats will say, "Hey, uh, look, we we ended the war. Look, see, we ended the war. We made peace. Uh, vote for us." That's a, that's probably what's going to happen, uh, unless somebody, uh, whoever else you know, runs for the Democrats, will come out and do it. They'll probably prop them up uh, this like beginning of next year send them over as like a peace convoy or something and then they'll make some sort of uh, peace agreement and then they'll run on the platform look what i did i went over there you know i sat down with Zelensky and putin or whoever the russians send and they'll use that as a, a campaign tactic so watch out for that and again realize this war could be over in a moment any moment all, all it takes is for the United States government to, to stop it, to stop the war, and you will see very quickly that when the timing is right and when it's politically expedient, that that war will stop immediately. Uh, so it could have stopped, you know, two days into it, and it could stop today. But the political capital is not yet there. It will be there at the beginning of next year, probably around spring, um, early summer. But watch, it's going to take a day. When time comes, a day to stop that. So keep your ears and eyes open for that. And remember, don't even trust what your ears and your eyes see or hear. Because it may not be true. It may be AI. You never know. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I'm looking forward to the episodes in October. Like I said, I got a few guests lined up. Uh, maybe I didn't say that. But yeah, in October, I have some guests lined up, three so far, three, and I will be guest appearing on uh, two other podcasts, so I'm pretty excited about that. Get to go on, talk to some strangers, That's, that'll always be fun. So uh, yeah, pay attention to the Instagram and the, the Twitter for all those upcoming episodes. Um, thank you for listening today, and again, if you can... At the end of the video, hit that button to subscribe, share the channel with anybody you think might enjoy listening. Um, I hope the progress of the videos gets a little bit better. I hope to extend them to about an hour pretty soon, but I got to figure out shit to talk about. You know, there's so much to think about every day that's hard for me to narrow down and focus about what important topics I want to discuss. So. If you ever have any ideas, just message me, comment, uh, go on Instagram or Twitter, send me a message. I'll, I'll talk about damn near anything. So if there's something, you know, you think is important, just send me a message. I'll probably talk about it. All right. Thank you very much and goodbye. Let us be aware that while they preach the supremacy of the state, declare its omnipotence over individual man and predict its eventual domination of all peoples on the earth. They are the focus of evil in the modern world. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. America will find you, and we will bring you to justice. We came, we saw, we died. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.